On Monday, March 8th, we continued our series on women in construction. We spoke with Susie Lewis, president of Beam Construction, and we sure hope you enjoy episode two. You know, one of the things that's I still get charged up about, you know, and that's what I love about construction, is there is a great sense of pride in driving down the road and being able to point to a building that you were a part of, of building, whether I personally had any involvement or not but that being construction built that. Um, when I fly out of Charlotte Douglas Airport and I'm going down a runway, I always look out the window to see the buildings that I help build at the cargo side of the airport. There's just, even if, if nobody knows but me, that's just a very cool feeling. Buildercast is created and produced by Carolina's AGC with the goal of reaching a wider audience and providing information that contributes to the success of our industry. In this series, we're celebrating women in construction. Our conversations are with women who are dedicated leaders, drivers of change, and powerhouses in the industry. I'm Sharon Walters, producer and co-host of Buildercast. But let's get to the important part. I'm happy to be joined for this episode by CUGT staff and podcast host, Betsy Bailey. Hey, Betsy, I'm going to hand this over to you so you can introduce Susie a little more and then let our listeners hear from her directly. All right. That sounds good. Thank you for the introduction, uh, Sharon. And uh, we are so happy to have Susie here with us today. I have... Uh, Susie's one of the first people that I met when I started working with uh, Carolina's AGC about six years ago. And I've just been, it's been a pleasure getting to know her, but I want everyone listening today to learn more about Susie. Um, And so I'm going to start with an introduction. And Susie, when we start our conversation, you can correct anything that I may have gotten wrong in your intro, but, uh, and then we're going to get to know Susie a little bit better. Uh, Susie is the president of Beam Construction in Cherryville, North Carolina. Um, grown up in the construction uh, industry, her dad, Tom Brown, uh, was owned Beam Construction, and so uh, she knew construction before you know she ever really started, I guess, officially working in it and at being paid. Um, she became president in. Um, 1994 and is, you know, handles operations and bonding and really just, you know, oversees the whole operation at Beam Construction. Um, She is married uh, to Art and she's been married for 31 years. So congratulations on that, Susie, uh, and has three sons. I think I've had the pleasure of meeting two of them, I believe. Um, And she's been very involved in Carolina's AGC. She served on the board of directors for uh, Carolina's AGC, the Workforce Development Committee. Um, She's been involved also a lot in her community with the Community Foundation of Gaston County, uh, United Way, uh, the Education Foundation of Gaston County, 
uh, Cherryville High School Education Foundation and local chambers. So she's certainly given a lot back to the industry and a lot back to her community. Um, and then the final thing I'll say of introduction for you NC State fans out there is that uh, Susie got her um, civil engineering degree from NC State, uh, go Wolfpack. And she got her uh, MBA from UNC Charlotte. Uh, she's also a professional engineer and a licensed contractor in North and South Carolina. So Susie, welcome. Um, anything that I missed there in your intro? No, that covers the bulk of it. I, um, as you said, I grew, I grew up in the business. Uh, at, at our household, there were no uh, there was no discrimination. Boys had to clean and girls had to help with chores outside. So we we learned by doing at the Brown household. And uh, that's something that um, we just, everybody had to help do. Uh, so that's, that's how I learned that there, you just learn to do. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so you were in the family business. Um, what was that like? Well, daddy, um, when we were growing up, uh, sometimes on Saturdays or definitely on the way back from family vacations, we would always stop by a job site to see what had happened, how far they'd gotten along during the week while he was gone. And so, we would stop at the job, get out, we'd walk around with him. And I was always intrigued with what was going on, looking at you know, how things went together, and just found that to be interesting. Um, whenever there were home improvement projects at our house, we were, we as children, were the demolition crew. And then uh, the helpers to uh, whatever was being put back in place. And then eventually the carpenters and the masons would come to the house to do the finish work. And, um, you know, we would watch and ask, I'm sure, a ton of questions and really get on their nerves, but they were kind. And it just has always interested me and how things were put together. And so that's how that being exposed is what got me interested. Right. And, you know, what, what, at what point in time, you know, were you a teenager or, you know, about how old were you when you decided, hey, I might want to work in construction? I initially thought in high school, I was um, very interested in art, took art classes, did paintings, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, I thought I wanted to be an architect. And I spent one summer working for a neighbor who was an architect and realized that they did what I'm calling the skin of the building, and the engineers figured out the skeleton. They, they did the part that made it stand up. And so during the course of that summer, of course, I asked more questions, you know, 
And I figured out that that I did not want to be an architect, but I thought I wanted to be an engineer. Always loved math. Mm-hmm. I liked figuring things out. I wasn't so much somebody that took things apart and put them back together, but I did like figuring out how things were made and how things were built. And um, so I decided during my high school years that I wanted to do engineering. My father had gotten a civil engineering degree from Duke. And uh, so that seemed like what you did if you wanted to get into construction. Right. So you got your degree um, in engineering at NC State. Um, After college, after you got your degree, did you come back? and immediately start working for your dad or what happened after college? No, daddy told Robert and I, Robert graduated before I did. And he told Robert and I both that we did not have a job at being construction when we graduated. We both had worked here in summers and Christmas vacations. Um, Robert out in the field, me in the office. That was one thing daddy would not let me work out in the field. I would have, because uh, I was just a big tomboy growing up. But um, he, uh, so we were not given the opportunity to come straight back, um, which so I got a job with John Heron White at the Sharon Harris nuclear plant that was under construction at the time. And uh, New Hill, just outside of Raleigh, and so while it was an engineering job, it was on a construction site, so it gave me a little taste of both both sides of the design side and the construction side. Um, after about a year and a half there, I was working with folks that weren't real happy doing what they were doing. And I knew that construction was why I had gone into civil engineering. And so over Christmas, I told Daddy that I was going to get a job in construction uh, by the summer. I was going to start working. And uh, and um, <laughs> he called in February and said that he had hired a guy back in the fall that was supposed to be experienced, and he wasn't. And if he was going to have to train somebody, he would just as soon train somebody that he knew was trainable. Uh, and that was my job offer. <laughs> business with business. Uh, he had seen too many family businesses ruined by somebody that wasn't that working there that wasn't pulling their way or somebody being paid that wasn't doing the job at all or he just said business was business and that was just that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was he didn't make it any harder on me. And he, but he didn't make it any easier on me. Um, but he was a good teacher. Um, he 
never uh, rubbed your nose in a mistake. Um, he would just say, well, you know, we all make mistakes. You learn from them, you move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, it was a little different because we would go home together and have lunch with mother. And so not everybody else did that. But uh, other than that, it was, it, it really wasn't, uh, it was, it was a good situation. So your father stepped down as head of the company. Um, was that in 1994 or? Daddy actually retired in 1990. Uh-huh. Uh, at the time, Jerry Hams, who was, had been his second in command for years, uh, was named president. Over the next several years, uh, it became uh, evident that Jerry preferred being a, Jerry was a phenomenal project manager mm-hmm. and he did not like dealing with other people's issues mm-hmm. as much. And so he uh, became senior vice president. Uh, I was named president. Robert was named executive vice president. And I took over the operation side of things in 1994. That uh, been going to MBA school at night, learning the business side of the business. So it was something I prepared for and had an interest in. And, uh, and so that worked out as to uh, how the roles were mm-hmm. pretty much came about. Right. So that means you've been president. I'm trying to do my math here. <laughs> a long time. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at math, Susie. <laughs> um, um, do you have many female employees there? I guess I'm, I'm thinking more about um, any that work on job sites, you know, project managers or any, you know, in the trades. I know you said you self-perform. We are, at the present time, do not have any uh, females in project management. We've got uh, a couple that help that are um, working with the project managers with submittals, mm-hmm. contracts, um, that kind of thing. I would love to have uh, more females. And that I think that women in this type of work um, have a lot of natural talents, multitasking, hard work, dedication, being driven by a goal, setting goals. Um, I think all of those things are uh, natural traits that women have that serve you well in the construction industry. The other thing is that construction is still one of the few industries where you can literally start at the bottom and work your way to the top. Um, There is... uh, the bulk of the promotions are done from within. And I think that <clears throat> provides many unique opportunities for uh, 
women, men, black, white, purple, orange. Uh, we don't care. Everybody wants somebody that is willing to work mm -hmm. and uh, get, get their job done so that other people can do their jobs. Have you ever felt um, uncomfortable being you know, the only woman in the room or the only woman in the meeting or the only woman at the job site? I would say years ago, that was a, a, a reality. Um, I, have, I have been in several situations where I'm kind of looking around and I'm um, fussing at a man that's twice my age, telling him he hadn't done his job, he hadn't done what he was supposed to do, and thinking, this really, you know, you kind of get that out of body for a moment to go, yes. this looks really odd, but I was doing my job, and they hadn't done what they were supposed to do. I have mellowed over the years. I've spent a great deal of energy uh, early on in my career, making sure that uh, when I knew what something was and when it was right, I wanted to make sure everybody knew that I knew that. Um, and I was not always as uh, uh, kind about delivering bad news as I have learned to be in my later years. But, uh, you know, one of the great things for the most part about working in a male-dominated field is when you tell a guy done something wrong and, and, and it's clearly wrong, they tend to take their lumps and move on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, there, you know, there's not a lot of backbiting and um, underhanded stuff. They just, they get over it and move on. And um, so that's one of the pluses working in the male industry is uh, that um, is their tendency not to carry uh, a grudge. Um, but I, I do think for the most part, um, while it is still an oddity that I might be the only female in the room, it's not seen as strange. Right, right. Yeah, it's get. I think it's getting a little bit easier for women, you know, in construction and in other industries, you know, that are that are dominated by by men. Uh, so, Susie, thank you so much uh, for your time today and being willing to, to share this information. Um, women, men, uh, you know, like you said, minorities, all types of people. So no one should be discouraged from a, a career in construction. So, again, thank you, Susie. So happy to have you today. And uh, that concludes our podcast.
We certainly hope you enjoyed the second episode of our Women in Construction series. As promised, we have more success stories coming up from inspiring women in our industry. Don't want to miss BuilderCast? You can subscribe to our show and rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you aren't already a member, we would love to welcome you and your company to the Carolinas AGC family. Check out cagc.org forward slash ycagc. Y'all stay safe and we'll see you next week.